0: Time now to revisit our lead story. We had uh, Mayor Brenda Locke join us today, of course, talking about the $90 million uh, fund that they received from uh, the provincial government. It was part of the uh, uh, government uh, in- infrastructure fund that the province announced not too long ago, a billion dollars. Surrey's portion of that was just under uh, $90 million. She says that is going towards infrastructure, uh, but uh, there's been a lot of people who are very skeptical about that. I want to talk to uh, Richard Zussman about um, whether they can use the money for the police transition costs or does it have to be part of community infrastructure? Joining me now, of course, is Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter. Hello, Richard. Hey, Jess, how are you? I'm doing very well. Uh, we had uh, Brenda Locke on. She maintains that it is money, the $90 million will go towards uh, a third uh, rink in uh, Cloverdale. Uh, And it also go towards uh, the pool, the new pool that they're building. The first phase is $100 million in Newton. Uh, But she still also maintains that they owe $116 million. There's a shortage of $116 million. And that's due to the police transition. What kind of comments have you heard from the minister in regards or the government in regards to how these dollars can be used?
1: Yeah, so we heard from both the Premier and from Public Safety Minister Mike Farnworth today, and both of them said that this is a legitimate way that the city of Surrey can use these funds. That is why they are there to help support infrastructure. But the premier noted and warned that if this is the long-term solution Mayor Locke is looking for, she needs to look somewhere else. Because this is one-time funding that is built into this infrastructure fund based on this uh, surplus the province is currently working with. And we expect there will be potential long-term costs associated uh, with the police transition. And that long-term money is not coming uh, from the province. So uh, if the mayor sees this as a solution to offset those increases, whatever happens with the police transition decision, uh, it may only be a short-term solution rather than a long-term one. But uh, both the premier and the public safety minister echoed that, that, that you know this is why the fund exists, to help support communities to build infrastructure. It can be projects that are currently on the books, as is the case here with the uh, additional rink in Cloverdale, uh, but it's not least transition money this is not money being tapped in to help uh, support the decision that was made by uh, the the council in Surrey and by extension the people of Surrey
0: it does, however, speak to – look. it gives perhaps sir, a bit more flexibility in, in getting uh, some of the infrastructure needs dealt with immediately, the rink, of course, being one in the pool that is needed in the Newton area. But it does speak to when you've got $116 million sitting there, and that is a shortfall for you, uh, you you've got to believe there's got to be other uh, priorities before the city that are now going to be kicked down the road because of sure. this challenge. And ultimately – There's not, and I think the premier's right here. This is not the provincial taxpayers' problem. This is your problem, and those of you uh, that you and 600,000 residents there are going to have to deal with it within the financial capacity that you have.
1: And this is a problem that uh, Mayor Locke inherited, right? You and I have talked a lot about this. I think this would have been much easier situation if former Mayor Doug McCallum had been more forthcoming on the sort of costs we were looking at. Allow the public to look at the contract that we have now seen that shows uh, the significant severance payments to have a better understanding of the pressures around staffing. And all of that would have given more clarity uh, to the electorate around understanding why these decisions come. Change is expensive. We're seeing this across the board. You know, you've seen the graphic I have. We keep running it on Global BC, showing these property tax increases across the region. The places that have the highest increases are largely places that had a change of government through the last election cycle. You know, new administrations want to come in and start putting in new ideas. New ideas cost money. And we know this police transition is one of those things that is expensive. Cost of living is also a huge priority from the provincial government. And that's why we're seeing funds like this billion-dollar municipality infrastructure fund to help offset some of those costs that all communities are experiencing when building things that communities desperately need. I I was in Surrey. On the weekend, Jazz. Mm -hmm. And whenever you're there, and I know there's lots of listeners listening right now who live in that community, you see how desperately needed this infrastructure is. Those communities are growing so fast. We've heard stories time and time again about schools being full the moment they open. I was at the Cloverdale Athletic Park on the weekend watching a friend's uh, kid play soccer, and you could see there that is a place that needs more support. It is a massive athletic center, but there's so much demand for that. And we're seeing that across the region. Is the demand is high, there's a necessity to build. And then when you add on top of that a transition around policing, it it puts a lot of pressure. And it's ultimately pressure that the taxpayers of Surrey are going to be responsible for.
0: Any sense of when we can expect a decision on this policing transition?
1: So I spoke to the public safety minister about that today. Um, Don't expect it right around the corner. Uh, The promise has always been before tax season is finalized. So the expectation that comes at some point in April or May. Uh, the minister is working with his public servants to do this as quickly as possible, but I wouldn't anticipate anything as imminent here uh, as in the next few weeks. Uh, legislators go on break for the next two weeks for a spring break that lines up with uh, families in Metro Vancouver, and I would expect that we will get the decision sometime after that. I don't expect that last week in March, although something could happen. I would circle some dates probably in April. They're working through it. There's a lot of gaps, and you and I have talked about this before. The RCMP has not been particularly forthcoming with all the correct data when it comes to graduating officers and how many of them will end up in Surrey. That's the big data point that the province believes it needs in order to make that full assessment on what is safe here. That's that's a point that the Premier reiterated again today. This is not about politics. This is not about what the people of Surrey said. This is largely, this is only about keeping people safe And the province needs to know there are enough officers available for whatever force is doing this to ensure the safety in the community. If that means for the short term a hybrid force, then that's what we're going to end up with. And that's looking, at least in the short term, more and more likely no matter where we end up here because getting one of these forces fully staffed up is going to take time.
0: Yeah, and the mayor even said, even keeping uh, even this this period right now, where nothing is happening in regards to no more hires, it's still costing the city an extra eight million dollars a month. So she's right. rare to go for the for the premier to, and, and sorry the, for the public safety minister and, yeah, and I think
1: everybody just wants that decision, right? I, I yeah. know the mayor desperately wants the decision to go her way, but clarity is going to help in the situation as well. It will stop you and I and many others from talking about what this looks like if we just know the decision. And the mayor and council can make those determinations around budget, make requests, make decisions, figure out where they can pull money from. It's hard. It's much harder to do that. All of this is largely speculation until you ultimately get that decision um, from the province. The challenge here is we had a decision in the past. Now it's changing due to an election. But getting this next decision is so crucial in order to make those future determinations. Uh-
0: how much is is politics playing a role in this? Just in regards to the decision, I know there's they don't, they tell you it's not about politics, but ultimately, you know, there's the provincial government, a uh, provincial election around the corner for 2024. Yeah. Uh, it's it's got to play a small role in regards to their thinking.
1: Yeah, it's it's funny, Jazz, because I'm not sure the NDP knows what the right decision is politically here in terms of what will save them the most seats or win them the most seats in, in Surrey. The party has done well there the last two elections the liberals are down to just two seats in surrey we know there's an extra seat coming on board the liberals desperately need to add seats in surrey they'll be circling surrey cloverdale on the map as well as uh Guildford and fleetwood as places where they're going to target um but ultimately I-, I believe the public safety minister the premier when they say this is an issue about public safety and they don't believe they're getting all the goods at this point in terms of the right information to make that determination if there are enough officers. Because ultimately, you know, 20% of people in Surrey voted and the vote was incredibly close. So there are a lot of people who are going to vote in the provincial election who didn't have their voice heard in that municipal election and we're not exactly sure where they stand in terms of the police force. We've never really understood uh, that sort of scale of, of where we're at. And it, and it ultimately has always felt like a 50-50 split to me uh, in that area in terms of uh, Surrey Police Service or Surrey RCMP. So, you know, everything is political, Jazz. You know, that's why you and I, you know, can make a living talking about it. Um, but ultimately, I believe this the core of this is about public safety.
0: It is, yes. But politics does make the world go round, as you and I both know very well. <laughs> Richard, thanks for your time.
1: Yeah, Jazz, yeah, my pleasure is always thanks for having me.